Hey, you're listening to Successful Farming Daily. Here are three big things you need to know today. It's Monday, October 25th. Our first big thing is wheat futures were higher in overnight trading on concerns about global supplies. Russia has said it will again raise its export tax on wheat to $67 a metric ton from around $61, potentially driving overseas buyers to the U.S. for their grain. Exports from Russia were pegged by the U.S. Department of Agriculture earlier this month at 9.5 million metric tons, down from a prior outlook for around 10 million tons. Last year, the country exported almost 12 million metric tons of wheat. Also, boosting prices overnight is signs of strong demand. Importers are reportedly snapping up Australian wheat supplies as ports are backlogged through the end of the year, according to a report from Reuters. Black Sea wheat is more expensive, pushing buyers to Australia, the report said, citing unnamed sources. Corn and soybeans also were higher in overnight trading. Soybeans were following soy oil higher as prices continue to surge. The cost of soybean oil in China also is rising, boosting global cooking oil prices. Wheat futures for December delivery added eight and a half cents to seven dollars sixty-four and three-quarter cents a bushel overnight on the Chicago Board of Trade, while Kansas City futures gained six and a half cents to seven dollars eighty and a half cents a bushel. Corn futures for December delivery rose two and a half cents to five dollars forty and a half cents a bushel. Soybean futures for November delivery added nine and a half cents to twelve dollars forty and a quarter cents a bushel. Soy meal gained two dollars sixty cents to three hundred thirty dollars a short ton, while soy oil added forty-eight hundredths of a cent to sixty-two point five seven cents a pound. Next up, money managers cut their net long positions or bets on higher prices in soybeans to the lowest level in almost 17 months, while also reducing their bullish bets on corn, according to the Commodity Futures Trading Commission. Investors in the seven days that ended on October 19th held a net 15,274 soybean futures contracts, down from 24,208 contracts a week earlier, the CFTC said in a report. That's the smallest bullish position since the week that ended on June 2 2020. Government data show speculators also cut their net longs in corn to 211,654 futures contracts last week. That's down from 218,239 contracts a week earlier, and the smallest such position since September 21. Investors have been less bullish on soybeans and corn as the U.S. harvest rolls on. At the start of last week, 60% of the U.S. soybean crop was harvested, up from 49% a week earlier and the prior five-year average of 55%, according to the USDA. About 52% of corn was in the bin as of October 17th, up from 41% a week earlier and the prior average of 41%. In wheat, money managers held a net 46,506 soft red winter futures contracts last week, down from 47,509 contracts a week earlier, the CFTC said. That's the smallest such position since September 21st. Fund managers also held a net short position, or bets on lower prices, of 19,498 soft red winter wheat futures as of October 19th. That's up from a bearish position of 9,980 futures contracts a week earlier, the CFTC said in its report. The weekly commitments of traders report from the Commodity Futures Trading Commission shows trader positions in future markets. 
The report provides positions held by commercial traders or those using futures to hedge their physical assets. Non-commercial traders or money managers, also called large speculators, and non-reportables or small speculators. A net long position indicates more traders are betting on higher prices, while a net short position means more are betting futures will decline. And finally, flood warnings and watches and wind advisories have been issued for parts of northern Illinois and parts of northwestern Indiana this morning, according to the National Weather Service. Rains will move across the area this morning and afternoon, the NWS said in a report early this morning. Wind speeds will increase throughout the day, topping out at around 50 miles per hour, the agency said. That will create flooding along the Lake Michigan shoreline. The strongest winds will likely occur between early morning and early afternoon before decreasing substantially through the evening, the NWS said. Resulting high waves will likely cause some lakeshore flooding along Illinois and Indiana shorelines. In the southern plains, meanwhile, fire weather watches are in effect due to extremely dry weather. Winds in parts of western Kansas will be sustained from 25 to 35 miles per hour with stronger gusts. Relative humidity is expected to drop as low as 13 percent, the NWS said. Thanks for listening. Follow more news on agriculture.com.